One of the things that keeps new hikers off the trails is the logistics of pooping, peeing, and our periods. Today I'm answering a question from Jenny who asks if I could talk a little bit about the logistics of going to the bathroom outside, talk about shiwis, biodegradable feminine products, leave no trace guidelines, and how to make going to the bathroom outside easy, efficient, and logical. When I was in the army, I was at a field training exercise and we had porta johns. And there was a girl in my unit who refused to go to the bathroom in the porta john. So she literally did not go to the bathroom for three days and she got so, so sick. She was miserable. But it was all because she did not want to use that porta john. I completely understand. And I'm here today to take away the fear and uncertainty and make going to the bathroom outdoors easy and fun and kind of enjoyable. The first thing I'm gonna do is break down my poop kit. So this is a small kit that I just put in my day pack and here's what I have in it to make going to the bathroom outside easy. First, I have a small bottle of hand sanitizer. Second, I have a trowel so I can dig a cat hole if I need to poop. Um, third, I have some toilet paper and fourth, I have a bag to pack out my used toilet paper. That's right, I pack out my used toilet paper. The other thing that you can add to your poop kit is a wag bag. So if you're gonna be in a place where there's a very sensitive environment, like on a glacier, or if you're gonna be in a place that requires you to pack out your poop, you just poop in the bag and pack out the bag. So that's my poop kit. You should have a poop kit and you should keep it in your day pack just so you're always prepared because you never know when you're gonna have to go to the bathroom when you're out on the trails. The second thing we're gonna talk about is the logistics. What are the logistics of actually going to the bathroom outside? When you need to go to the bathroom, it's important to find a space that is protected and 200 feet from a trail or from a water source. But what's 200 feet? Like, I don't know what 200 feet is. So if you think about 200 feet, it could be three bowling lanes. So if you've ever been bowling here in the United States, think about three bowling lanes or 75 steps. So that's easier, just count 75 steps from a source of water or from a trail or a road. So you are 200 feet or 75 paces from a road, a trail, or a water source. Now we're looking for some rocks. If you can pee on rocks instead of vegetation, it's a little bit better for the environment. Some people will lean against a rock or lean against a tree or actually wrap their arms around a tree. It doesn't really matter. The important thing is just to keep an eye on your aim and make sure you're not peeing on your shoes and your socks and your pants. But if you are, it's okay. Pee is water and water dries. It's no big deal. If you accidentally pee on your pants a little bit, I do it too. If you have to poop, here's where your trowel comes in. You're gonna need to dig a cat hole six inches deep. So what is six inches? <laughs> Think about a U.S. dollar bill. A U.S. dollar bill is just about six inches long. Uh, also, a lot of trowels are six inches on purpose so that you can measure from the tip of the trowel to the top of the trowel, and that's going to be a good solid six inches. Some people like to poop and then uh, push the poo into the hole if they have trouble aiming into the cat hole. I usually just dig my cat hole and poop into the hole and then just cover it up with the dirt that you use to dig the hole. I always pack out my toilet paper. I don't wanna leave anything behind. It's no biggie. You can stick it in a Ziploc bag. 
it's fine. Now let's talk about our periods. Just because you're on your period doesn't mean you need to stop hiking. It's actually really good for you to hike when you're out on your period because you're moving your body, you're getting some vitamin D, a little dose of happiness. Uh, it's just good to move your body when you're on your period and to get outside when you're on your period. But this can present a little bit of a logistical challenge. I think that it's important to take care of yourself in the backcountry just like you take care of yourself at home. So if you know like the first day of your period you're super crampy and headachey and queasy then then maybe don't hike the first day of your period but just figure out what works for your body. And Jenny asked about biodegradable feminine products like tampons or pads. I think you always pack out your feminine hygiene items, even if they say biodegradable on the package. Always pack them out. You can just pack them out in a Ziploc bag, um, just like you would toilet paper. I'm a big fan of menstrual cups, and I used menstrual cups for probably a decade. And uh, what I like about menstrual cups is you just stick the cup in there, and then you can empty out that cup into your cat hole and bury it, and then you're not packing out like a, a soaked tampon or a pad. Uh, it's just pretty easy. I recommend menstrual cups for every woman who spends a lot of time in the outdoors. And finally, Jenny asked about a, a shiwi or a go girl, uh, a FUD, a feminine urinary device. They're like a funnel with a tube. And I actually don't have one anymore because I just don't use them. You pee into the funnel and then the pee comes out the tube and it's great because you can actually pee standing up. I did use a go girl on all of my deployments to Iraq because sometimes we would be in places where I wouldn't be able to go to the bathroom and it was really hard to squat down with all of my body armor on and I didn't always have privacy and so it was easy to use a go girl on deployments to Iraq. But as far as hiking and camping and backpacking, I just find it's easier to just squat and go to the bathroom then you don't have to carry an extra device and you don't have to wash it and keep it clean. The two times when I have used my go girl in the backcountry have been when I've been backcountry skiing and on big winter uh, adventures where I don't necessarily want to take off all of my bottom layers to go to the bathroom when I want to expose as little skin as possible. So then it's a great time to use a shiwi or a go girl when you're when it's a really cold environment. The second reason to use it might be when you need a little more privacy. If you are climbing a 14er in Colorado along with everybody else in Colorado and it's just going to be bonkers on that trail then I would maybe recommend a Shiwi or a Go Girl so that you can just uh, walk off the trail and easily go to the bathroom. The one thing that I'm thinking about is I might, I might get a Go Girl for our Kilimanjaro trip next summer because I don't know how crowded the trail is going to be. I don't know what the bathroom facilities are going to be like. Like, I don't know if there's outhouses along the way. I don't know if there's, we just are on our own. So I might bring a go girl to Kilimanjaro. I'm going to ask our guide team and figure that out. Um, but I am considering maybe using a go girl then. If you get a female urinary device like a Shiwi or a go girl, it's good to practice at home before you get on the trails because there is a little bit of technique. They're trying to figure out how to use it. And I would always practice in the shower. That's a <laughs> you're peeing in the shower, whatever, that's gross, but whatever. Um, practicing in the shower is a great place to learn how to use a female urinary device. When we're going to the bathroom in the backcountry, it's just important to leave no trace, take care of our environment, respect these beautiful wild places, and pack it all out. Everybody poops, a lot of humans menstruate, and it shouldn't stop you from wanting to get outside 
and go on really big adventures. So those are my thoughts on pooping, peeing, and periods in the backcountry. If you have something to add, go ahead and drop a comment below. Thanks so much. I'll catch you out on the trails.